0: You are listening to the Sojourn Church podcast. If you have any questions or would like to view a video version of this message, please visit our website, sojournchurch.org. Pray with me as we get into the message this morning. Lord, I want to thank you that your promises are yes and amen. And everything that we do, everything that we've been us worshiping this morning, all of it is about you. I love you, Lord. We love you. Thank you for first loving us. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. It's good to be with your people who we know we love you. All, all right now and throughout this building, as your eyes are closed, just, would you just, as we invite the, the Holy Spirit, just tell, would you just, tell us, just, say, just, say, just say you're welcome. Just tell the Lord, God, we invite you, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. And I'm not talking about a building, I'm talking about your hearts, talking about your mind. That's who, that's who I'm talking about this morning messages about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. So we just, we invite you. And as I'm praying, Lord, those of us that have never encountered the Holy Spirit, I'm praying, Lord, that, that they be introduced to you, Holy Spirit, today. You are, you are our King, Jesus. And so help open up our minds and our hearts, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, Amen. You everybody, Bibles, you turn to Acts chapter 1, talking about this morning, because we've been talking about making a difference, and as we talk about making a difference, the way that we're able to make a difference, because that's what God's called us to do. So I'm going to talk about this morning, the Holy Spirit, because He is the difference maker, makes a difference in, in our walk with the Lord, He makes a difference in, our, in, in what we do. Uh, I remember uh, getting, being saved, I got saved at the age of eight, ripe old, age of eight years old on a Thursday night after the Cosby show. And um, I knelt down beside my mother's bed and she led me to the Lord. Uh, And then my father prayed for me on a Sunday after church to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I was 12 years old. And I remember that red carpet, and it was an old, red, nasty carpet that was there for a long time. And I was sitting there with my, and my dad. He had just got through preaching a message. And he said to me, he said, he says, Chris, he goes, have you? He goes, I know you're saved. He goes, have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? I go, you know what, Dad? I was just thinking about that. I have not. I mean, I hear you and Mom, you know, praying in the Spirit. I hear you, God. what? What is it? And so I've uh, grown up in church, he said, it's, you know, he explained who, who the Holy Spirit is. Not what is it, it's he. He said, he's a he, it's a real, he's a person, the person, God of three persons, the blessed Trinity. So explain it to me. He said, would you like to receive? I was like, I'm I'm like, I didn't even know Pastor Terry then, but I'm like, yeah, whatever, (laughs) whatever there is, I want it. And if I don't know about it, I want that too. And so he prayed for me to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. 12 years old, never forget that, Sunday afternoon, after we had gotten home from church, he had preached and I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you what, at 12 years old, I knew there was a difference. I knew that when I read the scriptures, it wasn't just reading the scriptures just like you've read them before, but the words began to jump out on, on page to me. Uh, I, I re- received a revelation of the love of the Father. I, I Worship was not just singing songs, but there was a difference. Now, when I sang them, I wasn't singing about him. I was singing to him, and it enhanced the relationship. When I prayed, there was there was just a different. Everything was different after that. Somebody explained to us that it was like going from, you remember this going from watching black and white television uh, and, and black and white. You remember mine was worse than that. We had black and white television with the foil on the antennas. You know, we had that. Poor. Then I'm going to tell you, I'm going I'm to take you way back and tell you the, the, the ghetto aspect of that. Not only did we have the black and white TV with the antennas, the rabbit ears with the foil. But we had one TV for the picture and we had another one for the sound because the sound went out in that TV. And so we had that going on. So we was like this. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because we didn't know. So went from that... To all of a sudden plasma, 3D, curved television and everything was illuminated and the Holy Spirit showed us things that, he said, call to me and answer I'll show you great and mighty things that you know not of. All of a sudden, it was a boldness on the inside of me at 12 years old that I did not have before because before I was in resource and I had a speech impediment and I stuttered and I had problems with social interaction and my, my parents prayed for me, I got healed of that, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and my life was changed. I started, but first you're talking about a speech impediment. I started speaking at, I listened to it the other day. I had a cassette tape of my first message at 12 years old. I was preaching at a crusade and I'm telling you, it was awful. <laughs> it was bad. It was just awful, but I kept on going. The Holy Spirit changed my life. I remember the first person I witnessed to, his name was Rico Edrington. We were in the third grade. I witnessed to him. I was talking to him about the Lord. He missed his stop, and the bus driver had to go back around and take him home because he was so interested in what God was, was doing on that bus, and he accepted the Lord Jesus Christ right then and there on the third grade on that yellow bus because something was different in me. And I'm telling you what, the Holy Spirit, when he comes upon you, he is the difference maker. And so therefore, when we talk about making a difference, first, he has to make a difference on the inside of you. So I want to read this. Here's what Jesus said, Acts chapter 1, verse 4. It says, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait, wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time, restore king, <laughs> will this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put into his own authority. I'm gonna stop right there. That sounds about like where we are right now. Is, are you gonna do something, Lord? Are you gonna do this? Is is you know, Listen to Lance Wall now. He goes, is Trump gonna win? Is Trump gonna win? Trump going? He goes, stop saying that. God has already won. Stop trying to figure it out. But just trust Him. So they're asking the same thing: Are you gonna, Lord? Is this the time? Are you gonna wipe out Rome? Are you gonna get? Are you gonna do it right now? Because I know that's the reason why you come. And see, the truth is, is they, in their mind, they're thinking that He's going to do it the way that they want Him to do it. Sound a little bit familiar? There's a there's a familiarity that we think God, are gonna. I know. I know what you're gonna do. Well, what about that scripture that says that His thoughts are not our thoughts and His ways are not our ways? says the Lord. Right? So high above that His thoughts are. There's sometimes that I've asked Him to do something really like, and I and I pray that. And so, don't act like you haven't. Lord, it should would it really would be good if you would. I'm just trying to give you some advice. You don't. If if I were you, if this is just how I mean, you know, you could do it this way. And then you can come around. I mean, God's like, I, I'm God, you're not, and therefore I'm going to do it. How, how do you know that, that when I come around and I do it, because it'll be so much better than what you can think. Yeah. Why? Well, because he says that he can do so much more than we can ask, think, or imagine. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask, think, or imagine. So it's just best just to trust him. He's, he's, they're asking the same thing. Lord, are you going to restore the, the kingdom to Israel? He said to him, not, it's not the time. You don't need to know that. But here's what you do to know right here. Eight, the verse eight. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And here's what's going to happen. What's power to do what? Because that's the thing. It's like the power comes upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. You're going to receive that power. And see, this is the truth. Jesus was a a man who came as a man empowered by the Spirit and lived in relationship with the Father. That's what happened. That's who Jesus was. He was empowered by the Spirit. He came and he got baptized with the Holy Spirit. This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. The Spirit empowered him. So he's empowering us. The Spirit does that for us to be able to make a difference. So here's what point one is who's the difference? It's a question, two questions and a statement that I'm making today. Who's the difference? The, the difference is the Holy Spirit. He's able to empower us to do what God's called us to do, to be witnesses to him, amen? He's baptized with the Spirit. And here's the biggest illustration of that. When, the, when Jesus came and, and, he, uh, and he came and then the Holy Spirit came, you got Peter, the day of Pentecost, had just denied Jesus three times. This Holy Spirit comes and Peter steps into this place with boldness and he preaches the gospel. And the Bible said many people were cut to the heart and they said, what must I do to be saved? After after the Holy Spirit came, there's a boldness that came upon Upon Peter, so I'm telling you, the Spirit of God comes upon us, and there's a boldness that comes. Now, listen. Here's what I one of the things I was um, had breakfast with, <laughs> with my daughter yesterday, Brayden. I love. I take my still. I still date my my daughters. I still date. I still take my sons. My my son Luke is is here, and so we we go out. But I was with um, Brayden yesterday morning. We were over here to wake, and um and and everybody comes up and they're talking to me, and so. They're just like, so the one guy says, your dad is in here all the time. You know, I'm like, thanks a lot. But <laughs> but, the, but they're just saying it. And so I said, huh, I'm sorry, honey, because she was, really had something that she needed to talk to me about. And I said, I know that it bothers you that, that people are always coming up and talking to me. She goes, no, dad, that, that doesn't bother me, but I'm, I'm just not like that. I'm not like you, where you just go around, you talk to everybody. I said, well, I just love people. i do not expect you to be like me. But she was talking about, I wish I had that boldness. And I'm just gonna tell you this right now. I'm not expecting you to be like anybody but Jesus, but there is a boldness that comes upon you to be able to step out of your comfort zone and do the things that you didn't think that you could do, right? He's expected that. Something like, well, I mean, what do you do? What do you say? I'm telling you what, if you'll step out, if you'll obey and step out, there's something that comes. God will fill your mind. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You didn't think that you could do it. You didn't think that you could say it, but you found yourself praying for somebody. You found yourself reaching out. You found yourself doing something outside of yourself that you didn't thing you can do. That's not you. That's the Spirit of God that lives in you. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in us and quickens our mortal bodies to step out and do. There's a boldness to come. Who's the difference? The Holy Spirit is the one. He's the one who makes a difference. So here's and here's, here's what, what, what is that? Um, here's, my, here's my second point. What's the difference? That's the second question. What's the difference? He's a difference. Who's the difference? What's the difference? Is this. When He comes... When the Holy Spirit comes, there is power, but then there's also, there's also the spirit of adoption that comes. Think about this. The Spirit of God makes all of those things that we talk about real. I can talk to you about boldness. I can talk to you about freedom. I can talk to you about reading your Bible. I can talk to you about quiet time. But, man, I don't, I just, I'm going to make this statement. I would not want to live life without the Holy Spirit. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live life without the Spirit of God. I just, I mean, I just couldn't. It'd just be dull and bland. you imagine eating oatmeal every day for the rest of your life? I mean, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I thank God. I'm not talking about any denomination or anything like that, but I thank God that the Spirit of God, that we have the very Spirit and presence of God on the inside of us, and that we get to live life that way, that it go, that, that, that even in our weakness, the Spirit, His Spirit, it causes us, even in our weakness, he, his strength is made perfect. And go beyond yourself to do what you don't think that you can do. So, so here's, here's, here's what that looks like. Freedom comes. What's the difference? Freedom. Second Corinthians, I said that earlier today. 2 uh, Corinthians chapter, chapter 3, verse 17 says this. Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom that comes. The Bible says they shall know the truth, and the truth shall make them Free, the spirit of truth. He's to guide us in the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth has to be the spirit of God that causes freedom to come. You shall know Jesus and Jesus will make you free. The spirit of God comes in and makes you free. Who makes that freedom real? The Holy Spirit does. He He loves you so much that he'll pinpoint things in your life that you need to be free of. If you'll invite him in, Say, Holy Spirit, whatever it is you want to show me. Oh, there's some, there was, there's some generational curses that are working in your life. Hey, there's some things. There's a spirit of pride. There's something working there. The Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. And when he guides you into all truth, and freedom comes so that you can walk and be who God's called you to walk and be in. Amen? You understand what I'm saying? Freedom. The spirit of truth. He leads you in that. Why? Because free people. Free, free people. Hurt people. I hurt people, man. I'm telling you. I mean, one time I was listening. I was in, in privy to an argument that was going on, and this one lady, there was a lady they were fighting inside a water burger. and that's a good place to fight because they got some good burgers in there. Anyway, so we, <laughs> we're in there, and so they're in there fighting, and this lady, they were in there fighting. I'm like, and I was just about to get up. It's like, okay, come on, and, and you know, the Holy Spirit's like, sit down and be quiet. And so I'm just like, okay, but in there, in there for arguing, the one lady said, she goes, I hope that you find out what hurts you because you are a hurt individual. She goes, hurt, hurt individual? I'm about to hurt you. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna need to sit up and help. But the truth is, is that, that that hurt people because of stuff that has happened in their life, they're gonna hurt people. But I'm telling you what, if we're going to make a difference and if we're going to be the church to the unchurched and we're going to go outside our comfort zone, we're going to go outside the four walls of this this building and we're going to go out and do what God's called us to do, we're going to have to walk in freedom. And the only way we're going to walk in freedom is the Holy Spirit is going to guide us into freedom so that we can help free those people that need to be free. But you must first be free before you go out and free others. Can you imagine running around going, Hey, come with me. I know the way. You know, and you got, I'm going to be like, no, thank you. You go right ahead. You got chains and shackles in your own life. You got the beam and big old log in your eye trying to help somebody get it out of of theirs. And so the truth is, is that God wants you to be free. Holy Spirit wants you to be free. So freedom comes. Your sonship, that's the difference. You are no longer slaves of fear, but you're sons and daughters of the most high God. The spirit of of orphan, the orphan spirit, that orphanity falls off and you're all of a sudden the spirit of adoption. This is what he said. I'm not giving you that spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And he says, I'm not giving you a spirit of, again, the bondage to fear, but I've given you the spirit of adoption by which you cry out, Abba, Abba Father. So here's, here's the deal with that. The spirit of, what's the difference? The Spirit comes in. Before you ask me, if you ask me, you just said, How do you know that you're saved? I would say, because I prayed a prayer. I was eight years old, I knelt beside my mother's bed and I prayed that prayer. And I just, I just, I know I'm in the kingdom. And I give you that religious answer for such a time as this. You know, and I, whatever. But now, when the Spirit of God comes and I was was baptized in the Holy Spirit, I say, they say, How do you know that you're going to heaven? How do you know that you're saved? I say, because the spirit of God that's on the inside of me bears witness with the spirit this my spirit, bears witness, spirit, bears, witness my spirit bears witness with his spirit that bears witness with my spirit that bears witness with his spirit that bears witness with my spirit that bears witness with his spirit and we're witnessing together and there's a witness that's going on with the spirits and therefore we know that i am a son of the living God and therefore he knows that I'm his son i know he's my father and therefore we walk together we talk together I talked to him this morning talking to him right now telling you what this well the telling me what to say and the truth is that i I am my father and he is mine. I am in the vine. I'm the branch. I'm telling you with that I am flowing with him. The spirit of God, I walk with him. I talk with him. He is on the inside of me. Wherever I go, the spirit of God is on the inside of me. Everywhere, everything that I, that I do, he's following me because my God is with me. And he is a He's a good, good father. And he knows that I'm his son. And I know that I'm a son of the living God. And therefore, you can't change that. Can't change it. That's how I know. they would be like, that's a mouthful. Well, it's true. The Spirit of God speaks the Spirit of adoption. What's the difference? What's the difference? The truth is, is there's power that comes. The power of God. We talked about that. What else? Here's what it said. And this is Romans 8, 11. But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he, he who raised Christ from the dead also will give life, life, life to your mortal bodies through the Spirit. What else is the difference? Well, he's our comforter. He is our comforter. The Bible says that that he comforts all those who mourn. He's the one who comforts us when in the middle of of trouble. The Bible says that he's a very ever-present help in time of trouble. What else? What's the difference? Well, he helps us to overcome. You know the reason why I need the Holy Spirit? Because he helps me be an overcomer. I, the Bible says, he that overcometh shall inherit all things. I will be their God and they will be my people. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus our Lord. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. If my God is for me then he's more than the world against me. My God goes before me. He makes a crooked path straight. He knows who what, I'm, what I ask even before I ask it. I'm telling you he's our helper. He's our comforter. He causes us to overcome and he gives us power to overcome. The enemy who has already been defeated and he's waiting for us to help him to make the enemies his footstool because he empowers us to do so. Anybody want to live an empowered life? Mm, I do. What else? He leads us in all truth, makes the word of God come alive. And I'm telling you, even today, we're going to pray here in just a little bit. If you've not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we're going to take time for you to do that. Some of you are just like, well, I need to be filled up again. We'll pray for that, too, because I don't know. I like what Pastor says. He's like, well, I don't know if we leak or whatever, but I need to be filled up every day. Amen? I remember when my kids were little, and they would, I, I, they'd, get, they'd go, I need a drink, you know, I need a drink, you know, and I'd give them a drink, and, um, by the time they get to the living room, they have spilled every spit, sip of it on the floor, and then they would be like, "Uh oh, I need a drink. I need a drink." I'm like, "Okay, come, let's go back to the kitchen." And it happened again until I put the lid on the thing, you know, you know, and then they wouldn't drink it. So yeah, it's the whole thing, you know. Now some of you are laughing, but the Holy Spirit just told me to tell you, you need a drink this morning. Some of you need a drink. You do. Look at your neighbor. and Say, "You need a drink." Some of y'all talk like that anyway, so it's all. Uh, you do. You need a dwink. There's nothing wrong with getting a dwink. There's nothing wrong. Some of you need to open up a fire, a fire hydrant and just, just just get out and play in it and get soaked. Some of you this morning, mm, by the Spirit of God, have just been ankle deep, and the Lord says, come on, a little bit out more. Some of you just like, well, it feels good. No, 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 no. You need to get on in there a little bit more. Some of you that are knee deep, like, oh, this is good. This is where it's at. And that's not where it is either. And some of you are waist deep, and you're like, look at me. The water's fine. The Holy Spirit says, I want you to get back, and I want you to swing off a vine like Tarzan. Uh-oh and drive off into the river and get in all the way and get what God is saying to you, what he's wanting you to have this morning. Some of y'all, y'all need to say that to each other. Mm, me, Tarzan, you Jane. Tarzan, Jane, mm, mm, me, go, you go, and push you off in that river. Ah, splash. It's time for the body of Christ to be submerged into the spirit of God. Do You hear what I'm telling you? Come on, there's a joy that comes. There's a life that comes. There's peace that comes. There's all the things that comes with the Spirit of God and I want it all. I'm going get greedy. What are you here for? All of it? Are you sure? I want all of it. I want it all. I want all of it. Amen? So, he's, so the second point is that, is that what's the difference? Last point is this. After you know who the difference is, he's the Holy Spirit. What's the difference? All those things that we had listed, now it's time for you to be the difference. Be the difference. That's what God's called us to do. Be the difference. When I said that, arise, shine, for your light has come. For the glory of the Lord is risen. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For us to walk in that place, where we're doing what God has called us to do. Now, listen, you can't step over his commands. Like I said last week, some of us want to just, I want to do the miracles and the signs and wonders and all that. And listen, I want, you to, I want you to do that. He said, greater works than these shall you do. But still, the Holy Spirit gives us grace and he empowers us to do the will of God. In our lives. So nobody wants, nobody wants to say amen to that. Nobody wants to say, they want not do what God's called us to do. But that's really what he's called us to do, to obey the commands of Christ. He calls us to do that. And then we, as, as we're doing, I'm not saying that he's like, well, you're putting works on us. No, if you're a son, it's a delight for you to do what God's called you to do. There's a delight to, to follow after his word. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. What's gonna happen? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in his season and his leaves also shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. Amen? Amen? So right now, we need to be like trees planted by the rivers of water. At the same time, we need to be doing what God's called us to do and being the difference in our neighborhoods. Listen, I love the fact that I'm walking around and I saw a bunch of signs and stuff in people's yards, but I'm telling you what, the signs that I wanna see are these signs that follow those that believe that in my name they shall cast out demons and speak with new tongues and they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And then what if they drink any deadly thing and we're not harmed, I wanna see those signs because the Bible says that these greater works of these shall we do and we're going out and being the church to the unchurch. That's why we give the bass, that's why we give you the braces to remind you that this building is not the church. You are the church. You are the ones that go out and make a difference. The church is on the move. Say it with me. The church is on the move. We are moving with God. We are ambassadors and we are representatives of heaven that everywhere that we go, every person that we see, every time that we walk into a place, we see ourselves as carriers of the presence of God and the aroma of the presence of God. And we're sent ones and people are like, what is that smell? That's me. What is that? That's the presence of the living in God. Isn't that good? Get some of that. Get some of that. Isn't that good? Before I came to you this morning, this is what I do every Sunday morning. I do this in the morning. I spray that cologne that my wife brought me and I just walk into it like it's, uh, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want to get too much. So I just walk in that mist. I'm praying that you walk in that all the time because the presence of God carry you, carrying it everywhere that you go. What is that? That's the presence of God. Well, it smells like life. It is life. He gives life to my mortal bodies, my body. Amen? We're empowered. Do you see yourself empowered by the Spirit? Do you see, I'm asking you, do you see yourself empowered by the Spirit of God? I'm going to let you get you all in on a little secret. This church, we're a Holy Spirit brand. I'm, I'm, I want you to get that just for a minute. We're a Holy Spirit brand. We're not ashamed of talking about we're the Holy Spirit. I'm not, I don't care, they didn't call me Holy Roller, they didn't call me like, are you one of them? We one of thems. (laughs) Are y'all one of those kind of people? Y'all, yeah, y'all believe? Yes, we believe. We believe that the gifts are not, they're not passed away. We believe the gifts are for today. We believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't believe that they're gone, and that was in the Old Testament in his early church. The Bible says that when the Holy Spirit came, that they—that the Holy Spirit, that they, that they said that there were 3,000 added to the church daily. They were adding daily those that needed to be saved. I'm ready for salvations to happen every day. Why? Because today is the day of salvation. He added to the church, and then it said that they were going from house to house house. The Spirit of God came. They were not, they sold their possessions and they gave. The Spirit of God comes on you. You'll want to give your life away because you realize that your possessions are not your possessions, but they're the Lord's and you'll want to give them away. What else? They broke bread together. They had koinonia. They had fellowship. When the Spirit of God comes, you want to fellowship and you want to be with brothers and sisters and you want to add to the family because that's what God's called us to do. And you'll step into the place Well, you realize that your life is not your own and you'll give yourself away. And as a result, you'll be the difference and go out and change a dying and lost and dark world because your light is shining in the darkness. And right now, the world is saying, which way do I go? Where do I go? What do I do? And the light that's on the inside of us says, Follow us, we know the way. What is the way? That's not a it. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through him. But in there many ways? No. There's only one way. That's narrow-minded. Well, narrow is the way. So I'm on the right track. Don't you believe that there's a ton of different ways? No. But there's other books. No, the Bible is what we believe, the word of God. We will never stop preaching the word of God in this house. But what about if they come and try to shut us down and they try to close this church? Church was never a building anyway, but we're going to meet. (laughs) We're going to meet every Sunday. So don't ever ask, are we having church? We have in church. But church is not just on Sunday morning, but it's in your home. It's in your office. It's at Starbucks. It's at Tom Thumb. It's at Walmart. Church is wherever the people of God are. So we are having church every day. Amen. We're going to continue moving on no matter what happens. Why? Because we're the people of God. And the people of God are the carriers of his presence. And we're going to do what God's called us to do. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sojourn Church podcast. For more messages or content similar to this, please visit our website. If you would like to support our ministry, please visit the first link in the show description or visit SojournChurch.org give.